Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. everybody welcome back to active xp our sideshow dedicated to reviewing games i'm one of your hosts joseph yaden joining me today is the beautiful british boy mr chris penwell hey chris hey are you ready <laughs> for this mission agent 47 i thought you were just gonna oh, by the way no i'm not ready i would i would be terrible on a mission but i thought you were just gonna say hey and just leave it leave it there that would have been that would have been kind of funny actually oh how are you hey and then uh, just silence that's pretty much what agents 47 would say actually oh it's, you were doing an impression yeah. oh i see i'm an idiot you were doing your impression of agent 47 okay kind that of. I, I was doing the agent but yes yeah so we're going to review uh, Hitman 3, a very good video game, by the way. Yes, it's, it is. It's got our a very good video game stamp of approval. <laughs> we need um, to make one, though. I know, yeah. So it's just going to be us two today. Ideally, we would have some some guests on. Um, it's just, this week has just been so crazy, uh, just with Hit, uh, well, Hitman and then the Medium and then um, Cyber Shadow and then all this Yeah other you know GameStop stuff it's just been crazy so it's just me and chris say you're gonna have to suffer through both of us hopefully that's cool (laughs) (laughs) um chris how are things everything okay on your end over there everything's fine my throat's getting a bit dry but uh we'll get through it together have you considered drinking water bitch i'm drinking tea bitch oh okay what kind of tea you got i got an orange pico tea what is this pico this pico like pico de gallo or (laughs) That's, no. oh. I don't know why it's called that, but it yeah. is called that. That's like the general standard tea that you find That's in standard. England. Whenever Just... you're asked for tea, you get that. Okay, very interesting. Um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, remember, <laughs> you, uh, remember, you guys can always reach us on Twitter at ActiveQuestShow via email at ActiveQuestPodcast at gmail.com. Um, what else? You can find us pretty much where uh, pod- anywhere where podcasts are available. And yeah, th- this is not normally what our show is like. Obviously, Active Quest is the main show where we talk about news and pretty much everything. This is just going to be dedicated to Hitman Three. Um, so, Chris, we we did we actually got uh, multiple copies of this. We got a copy yes, on PS Five, which you played. I just want to mm-hmm. be clear with like which versions, just in case like we have any like differing opinions in terms of performance. So, you played this on PS Five. This is yes, the PS Five version, which we got a uh, code sent to us for that thank you so much io um and then i played my copy we got a separate code on xbox series s uh and i played my version on the series s so in terms of like in terms of performance i think our two experiences were slightly differently or sorry slightly Mm -hmm. slightly different because obviously the series x doesn't output at 4k right yes 
and then I, you know what? I actually think the the Series X version is the best in terms of performance and visuals. I think that it's one, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, I think that version uh, is presented in 4K and is um, 60 frames per second versus you know the version I have, which is not. And good. did you play the cloud version on Switch as well? <laughs> yes. You didn't oh, get that's a code right. for that. That's right. Uh, no, we didn't get a code for that, and I didn't actually uh, buy it. I just. I just played like the the beginning sequence. Of- oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. A trial thing. Okay, right. It, well, it's not really like a trial. It's more of like a demo, which is different because the trial implies that it's like uh, oh, limited. Okay. limited. Okay. This this is sort of like, and it's something Nintendo has been doing with their cloud games, where they'll like basically let you play like the first I don't know ten minutes or so just to see what it's like to see if your internet can handle it. You know. Um, and actually, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I wasn't even going to talk about that because it totally slipped my mind. But yeah, I did play <laughs> I did play this on Nintendo Switch. So we've got actually a pretty well-rounded uh, array of, of, you know, different performance options here in terms of where we played it all. So that's a good point. Um, Chris, let's talk about like what this game is and then we'll, we'll sort of dive in because a lot of people, I think we got a question on the main Active Quest show. A lot of people weren't aware that this game is like a sandbox sort of game yeah. you can do whatever you want it it kind of is like presented almost in the trailers as if it's like a linear almost like a splinter cell style game and it's it's really not like that it's more comedic i think and more open um you know with like uh, sort of a, a, a like a less linear approach i guess right Mm-hmm. Yes, it, um, it's much less linear. You're prob- you're given like these open levels. They're not like huge open worlds, but they're big enough to give you a lot of variety in terms of how you can um, uh, attempt your mission and in assassinating these people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So as the name implies, you play as a hitman, oddly, yeah. oddly enough. And yeah, the sort of premise is you get you know you get your mission, and it's a like like Chris said, it's sort of a big open open level, I'm not going to call it open world, but open level. And yeah, your goal is to take out your target or targets. Sometimes there's multiple and yeah, you can pretty much do it however you'd like. You can run in and just blow everybody away. Don't I wouldn't really, recommend that. Don't really recommend doing that. Although, although I think there might be some challenges for doing it like that. Um, and oh my God, I saw this, this tweet of somebody who had knocked out like every single person in a level and like <laughs> piled, piled them up in, in one room or whatever. Oh my God, that was so funny. Um, so you can do it like that or sort of as the game is intended to be played, you can be like sneaky and sort of plan your attack and, and get through undetected, that sort of thing. That's sort of where this game shines, don't you think? Yes, definitely. And that's the, I think that's the way it's meant to be played. Um, and like I really enjoy how open it is, how there's so many options available to you, and how it felt like uh, it was giving you options. Like it, it was really open to doing that, and it didn't seem like you had to go out of your way to find ways to assassinate the enemy. Like I felt like it was really designed, and it led you down the path of like, okay, this is what you can do here. This is what you can do here. So you don't feel alien when you're like given this like big landscape to to uh, run around in. Yeah, exactly. And I think one of the smart things this game does is that it true. It's like it's a genius. It's like a testament to how well this game is designed. It, that you you truly can tackle it, however many way. Like it, it, there's like numerous different ways you can tackle each level. And I feel like a lot of games that like sort of 
say that you can tackle things in different ways there's usually only like three or maybe three different ways you can do it and like it's it's like sort of disguised as if it's like a lot more than that but really it's just like two or three different ways versus in hitman i mean yeah like you can use the environment to to knock somebody out and make it look like an accident you can pose as their bodyguard and you know get right next to them and knock them out you can poison their drink you can push them off a ledge like (laughs) there's like so many different things you can do here and it's it's just really smart i think the way it's it's so so satisfying oh my god yeah (laughs) especially when you pull it off you know like you're like oh i don't know if this is gonna work and like you know it's got that it's got that like stealth sort of um ai where like the enemies in real life could totally see you but as long as you stay outside of their like you know 10 foot 360 degree radius you're (laughs) you're like invisible basically right um but it's a video game so you have to sort of do that you know yeah yeah uh but there are more difficult um difficulties i guess without putting it (laughs) in Mm -hmm. a different way Mm -hmm. um that will that can challenge you even further like i did it on professional level so it wasn't too easy that's normal right yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's a good point uh i forget what the highest difficulty is but basically that i think it is like if you get spotted pretty much they they like see you instantly you know yeah yeah, um, but it, uh, I I like the normal difficulty just because it gives you enough leeway. I'm like, okay, they deem you as suspicious, but you can still get away from the <laughs> from whoever's seen you. You know? Yeah, and I think like ideally, you should probably play through on normal just to get a sense of how the game plays, get a sense of the yep. levels, the layouts, all that, and then like later on, try it out on the harder difficulties. And what I like about this game is that it doesn't hold your hand. It lets you figure it out on your own. It's, 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 I, I think, I think it's Easy Allies that said this, um, but it's like a puzzle game. Yeah. Where you, you're seeing all these different scenarios and you've got to solve the puzzle. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. And I, I, I like that because that striking that balance of like not holding your hand, but giving you enough to know what you're doing is kind of hard. Like, obviously, Demon Souls or Dark Souls, like, those games don't give you any information, pretty much. And so, like, that turns a lot of people off. Uh, I'm playing Yoshi's Crafted World right now. That game yeah. is, that just tell you know, that just holds <laughs> your hand the entire time. So, like, I think, <laughs> so I think this is, like, a great balance of that. And it leans a little bit more towards not holding your hand too and, much at all. But I, I, I really like how the level is designed, designed as in, like, as you're exploring the world, you can overhear conversations that give you um, kind of like concepts of how to take out the target, you know? Mm, yeah. Um, so it gives you like situations that you didn't think of before. Mm-hmm. Um, and all these conversations, they don't sound rushed or out, or out of the blue, you know? It sounds like really natural, like what a conversation would be like between bodyguards or staff members or whatever. Yeah, that's a good point. I remember there was this one mission. I think it was. I think it's the first mission uh, where you're in Dubai in that gigantic skyscra- uh, skyscraper. Yeah. Um, there's one of the ways you can tackle the mission is you can, uh, I think, like sneak into some sort of uh, room that's locked. You need a key, like a key code for it. And I was like sneaking by. I totally had a different plan in mind. But anyway, this guard got a phone call, and he was on the phone. And he's like, he was like talking to the person. He's like, no, the code is, you know, one, two, three, four, five, whatever the code is. And I'm like, oh shit. 
I like totally just overheard that. I didn't even know that that, you know, uh, that that was a thing. So then I'm like, oh, cool. I'm just going to go do that. And and then that ended up working out as well. You know, I went to that place and I sure enough, I put the code in and it worked. And I was like, that's so cool that I just happened to just come across that. That's really awesome. Um, so I think that's really neat. Little things like that. Uh, that, that I, I do want to mention something as well, like that there was a really emergent moment that I loved. It was very subtle, but I really liked it where uh, I think it was in the Ch- Chongqing uh, level. I might be saying that incorrectly um, in China. Mm-hmm. And I was dressed up as uh, someone who wasn't supposed to be in the area. Right. And usually in a video game, when they see you in the wrong area and you're suspicious, they immediately shoot you, right? Right. But the bodyguard said, hey, um, I think you're going in the wrong direction. Let me lead you out of here. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, so I followed him out and he says, uh, have a good day, sir. <laughs> oh, nice. So I, I like that little subtlety. Of, like, th- there's multiple levels of suspiciousness. Yeah, uh, it's and... not it's not like Grand Theft Auto or something where it's like you're either not wanted at all or they have the army coming yeah. after you. <laughs> because that takes me out of games all the time where yeah. like you shouldn't be shooting me uh, on site. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you should give me a chance to explain myself. Right. Um, and Hitman 3 most of the time gives that opportunity. <laughs> and even when you are caught and like they're totally going to shoot you, um, yeah. you can do this thing called a fake surrender. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really cool where like, you know, they come up and you act like you're going to surrender and then they like approach you. And then I think it slows down and then you can grab them or something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. that's a really cool little thing as well. It's like the last ditch effort to try to not die. And and one more thing I want to say about subtleties too, where, uh, there are these sections in the level where you have to get a pat down, right? Mm -hmm. So you got to remove all your lethal weapons before you get there. So you can conceal your weapons within a bin or something get through that checkpoint and then, you know, pick up your weapon on the way out. Right. Yeah. That's a good point too. God, there are so many, so many cool things. things. Yeah. Um, I, a lot of people were posting videos of using banana peels, which I think is really funny. (laughs) Um, like one, one, I didn't do this, but I saw this video, uh, in the, um, Dartmoor level where you go into that lady's office and I think when you go in there, there's just her and her bodyguard. There might be one other person, but anyway, this person took them out. So it was just her and and then one other bodyguard. Anyway, so he put the banana peel like right where that bodyguard is supposed to walk. And then he slipped on it, of course. And then that just left her totally wide open. Then he just took her out and then walked right out the front door, basically. (laughs) And Mm. the banana peel, like, I think that's one of this game's strengths. Like so many games like this are, are so serious. And this game is serious, but it's got those little quirks, almost like a Kojima game, you know, like a Metal Gear, where yeah. it's like these little things that like underlying little features that that sort of give it a little bit of personality. And I love that. I think that's really smart and it makes it more memorable, don't you think? Yeah, that's that's like life, you know, where like things get serious, but at the same time that there are these hilarious moments. Yeah. <laughs> within it. Yeah, um, exactly. I, I, I found like there was a lot of comedy within the conversations between yeah. characters. Yeah, um, but you over here as you're stealthing around. Um, yeah, and yeah. I I enjoyed like all the script <laughs> of what these like side characters had. Right, and one of the cool things that this game does is that it really it it tries really hard to get you to replay levels like a lot. Yeah, um, and 
that can be hard to do, I think, especially in a game that's as short as this. Well, <laughs> you can there are only six missions in the in the base game. Um, and really, like the last level is pretty linear. Uh, I don't want to say it doesn't count, but like in terms of the open sandbox, really, there's only five because the last level is so linear. I, I want to say the last level being really uh, linear and action packed. I, I thought that's a really nice twist to the mm. end. Yeah, a lot of people were disappointed. I actually kind of liked it too. Nah, that, that was really cool. But but anyway, like so you know you've got six levels. We'll just we'll just call it six levels. Um, yeah. And the, like that doesn't sound like much, you know. And like I beat it, uh, just you know, going through the story uh, in probably eight hours or so, something like that. Yep. And so Amen. and so the the game I think is really smart in that it it like super incentivizes you to to retry missions because when you first get to a mission like for the very first time you don't have much i think you have your little camera your garrote garrot your little whatever that thing is the that you strangle people with um and your silence pistol and maybe a coin or something that's pretty much it and each level has challenges and they range from like you know visit every area of the level or uh you know wear every disguise or take out this target with this thing drown this target like there are a mm. lot there are like dozens of of challenges and like as you complete challenges you then get more items that you can start the level with it or you can like you get different perks right like you can use you can spawn it spawn in at this area instead of the regular spawn point or you can spawn in with this costume and so that gives you a really big motivation to retry levels and like see them in a totally new light, which I think is really cool. And I I feel like this game's kind of like timed in a way as well. So you gotta get ready uh, with certain traps at certain times. Mm. When like for example, a character drinks uh, uh, drinks some water at a particular moment in time, so you gotta get in there and poison them. You know? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Or like you know, this guard is. Uh, or I'm sorry, this target is heavily guarded by like multiple different people. But at this at this specific moment, he walks off to the side, and he's not you know people aren't by him uh, just for a couple moments, yeah. and you can take him out like that sort of thing. I think that's really cool. Um, and so yeah, like even though there are only six levels, you're going to be playing these over and over, and like each level individually took me probably you know an hour or more to finish, and I was very thorough. You know, I would make sure that I would not get caught, that kind of thing. Uh, but what's really cool is that people have been speed running the game yep. and you can, uh, there's a certain way you can spawn with a certain item. I can't remember exactly what it is, but basically you can beat, like I saw somebody beat the first level in nine seconds, literally. Crazy. Literally. And it wasn't like glitching or anything like that. Like wow. they basically, well, they basically spawned in and with this particular spawn, I, I, I don't, I haven't tried it, but with this particular spawn, both enemies or both targets are on screen <laughs> at, at once, you know? And so he just, or, or she, the person playing, runs up, shoots one target, turns to the other one, shoots the other one, and then runs immediately to the exit. And that's it. <laughs> it's, like, it's amazing to watch. So that's like, that's a testament to how this game can be played. You can beat the levels in nine seconds, or you can beat them in an hour or more, you know? I uh, before we move on, I do want to talk about the Dartmoor mission and mm. the whodunit kind of element of it. So yeah, uh, yeah, there's like this murder mystery happening. Hold on, let's and, spoiler warning just in case if you guys are on the fence about this and you you know you don't want you know 
you don't want to get this spoiled or something like that. Spoiler warning here, fast forward, you know, two minutes or something like that. uh, So you don't get spoiled. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I thought the murder mystery was really interesting as you're finding all sorts of different ev- evidence and you're interviewing subjects and it ha- it's provided like uh, some sort of variety within the assassination kind of missions, you know? Yeah. And I felt like throughout the game, there were like surprising little elements that uh, felt different, you know, to, to each level. It, every every level felt kind of unique. Yeah, that's true. And specifically with the Dartmoor mission and the um the murder mystery that's like the standout mission like when the yeah. when the, when the reviews started coming out for that game pretty much everybody mentioned that Dart Dartmoor mission because it's just so cool and it's like optional like that that's how prominent it is that that it's although it's optional people felt compelled to do it you know and yeah like chris said you go there's like six or so different uh, uh possible suspects in this mansion and the whole idea is that you can pose as this detective and the the person who lives in the house who's your target hires the detective and wants to figure out who uh you know who murdered this person and so uh yeah you go around and you question everybody and you basically like cross-examine them like this person says this thing it's almost like phoenix Wright in a way (laughs) where you're like trying to figure out inconsistencies and then eventually if you if you figure out who did the murder you can get close to the actual target and then take them out easily or you can totally not do that and the way i did it is um you can pose as the photographer and they the whole family the whole family goes outside to like get a like a family photo and during the like like while the flash goes off on the camera you can shoot the target (laughs) isn't that cool i didn't even know that that's great yeah that's awesome yeah and so like that that's how I did that. The other way you can do it is you can go, you know, uh, hide inside the top floor of her office. Yeah, her office has two floors. They're very rich. Uh, um, and when she stands under her gigantic chandelier that's made out of like antlers or some shit, <laughs> you you can shoot it and it falls on her and kills her immediately. <laughs> yeah, really really cool stuff. Yeah, that's the thing. I just love how like they're just little moments, and you could play each level so many different times and discover new things each time. I think, which is really cool um what else chris uh don't go into some negatives because i do have a few uh yeah for sure um what what kind of issues did you have with hitman 3 so the music itself um i thought it was uh atmospheric you know it did the job well um but it dropped multiple times for me at random points i'm like what is going on oh interesting like Like, they just cut out it just cut out completely, like it, like maybe there was something wrong with the looping or something, but that happened to me like 10 times throughout the playthrough. Interesting. I don't know, I don't recall that happening to me. Um, I did play the whole thing with headphones, and so like I, you know, I was, I was really trying to listen for stuff. I don't know. I don't know if that was just a weird little bug on your end, or maybe the, the, the PlayStation version specifically. I don't know. I didn't encounter that. Right. Um, so... On the topic of negatives, I do think that although the game does a really good job of incentivizing you to play each mission over and over again, the fact that there are only six missions I do still feel like is pretty low. Um, It's so tough because, like, if you're somebody who just plays, you know, from start to finish and beats it in eight hours, you have to sort of think, like, is that eight hours equal to $60? I don't know. That's a, that's a totally tough conversation. It's very subjective. 
right? Um, and so, like, for me personally, I, I feel like it's worth mentioning, you know, that if you're not a fan of replaying missions, or even if you just replay them twice each, um, I still feel like, you know, even like maybe one or two additional missions would have given a more well-rounded package. But I, I seem to be kind of in the minority with that. I haven't actually seen a, a lot of people complain about that. Um, yeah, and also... I did want to mention uh, that the whole Hitman 1 and 2 pass situation is very confusing. Oh my god, yeah. Because so, I have the PlayStation Plus version of Hitman 1. You know, I got that for free. Right. So I heard, oh, you can you can play all these missions in the new engine if you have the previous games. Yeah. So I'm like, great, awesome. I go into the menu, it's not there. Yeah. Instead, there's like, oh, you got to buy Hitman 1 Gold Edition. Yeah. I'm like, what? What what is the gold edition? Why do I need this when there's so many other games that provide backwards comp- compatibility for free? You know, right? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, you, that 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 specific gripe is is tough too because like you didn't actually pay for the first Hitman anyway. Well, True. I, I guess. Well, but you like if you if you bought the first game, uh, what I want to mention is like if you bought the first game for sixty bucks when it came out, right? then you're not going to get that value, right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, but but and and even if you do have it, it's still kind of confusing. I actually had to I did a write-up for this at Digital Trends you guys can go check out, but basically yeah, there people had to write guides about it. <laughs> like it's that complicated, <laughs> right? And right. and like you have to make an account on IO. I don't know. I think it's cool that they offer it though. Uh, I just wish it would have been a little bit more streamlined, but once it once you get it in, it yeah, I mean it's crazy. Like there are I don't know how many missions, but it several like across all three games and including the the DLC and all that. So like if you import all of your content and have everything from the whole World of Assassination trilogy there, um, then there's like so much to do, you know. But if you just bought Hitman Three, then you're and you're like just now starting out with Hitman Three, uh, you know. $60 for six missions. I think there's some side missions as well, but I don't know. It's tough. Uh, I think it's worth it, but other people might not. And I, and I do think that's worth mentioning just in terms of uh, a bang for your buck kind of a thing, you know? But other than that, that that's it. Like I, I really enjoyed my time with Hitman 3. Um, it's, it's probably going to be up there in one of my favorite games of this year. Oh yeah, um, and it's only been you know one month. <laughs> yeah, you know uh, that's how much I like this game. Um, yeah, and I've been playing the first Hitman game now just because of this one. And it, 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 if you're curious about the series and want to give this one a try and it looks interesting, I would recommend it. I wasn't confused by the story at all. In, in fact, I was very engaged and interested in this like intrigue and oh what is his former agent doing in the background you know um yeah um yeah why don't we actually talk about the story because um i <laughs> i'm somebody who like it's really hard for a game's story to grab me and i know that's like blasphemous to say especially with <laughs> this being my job but like for me, like Hitman is like gameplay first. If it were up to me, I would, I would, I don't care about. Like, I would just not have any cutscenes at all. Like, I don't, I literally don't care. But I know a lot of people <laughs> aren't like that, you know. For me, like, it felt sort of like a James Bond movie, you know. Like the cutscenes were really cinematic yeah. and they were well done and well acted and like I could tell that they were suspenseful and stuff. I just like I didn't care though. Like I, 
I just want to play the, the game, you know? Um, but you sort of had a, a different take on it, right? You, you kind of enjoyed the story a little bit more, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Um, and I, I really liked the backstory that all the characters provided, like while you're uh, roaming around, you know, it provided story in a natural way where you're around the main characters under disguise and you're learning more about them and uh, what their plans are and things like that. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was delivered in a really good way. So, yeah. Like it felt like, a, like a James Bond movie, honestly, yeah, you know, it really did. Like in terms and of that quality. makes me so excited about the 007 game that IO interactive is making. Right. Like, How perfect is that? It, it, it's perfect. It's fantastic. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's totally like a, a great next step for them. Um, yeah. The cool thing is that this game is doing really well uh, commercially. Well, and critically yeah, it's already made its uh, budget. Yeah, it's already it's already profitable for for IO. Yeah. So so um, this game is being referred to as the conclusion of the World of Assassination trilogy. That's very vague. Like I don't know what that means exactly. Because th- does that mean th- there is going to be another Hitman game, but it's not going to have Agent Forty Seven in it? Does that mean that it is going to have Agent Forty Seven in it, but it's going to be a totally different timeline or something? Yeah, I think we're going to see a new a uh, uh, hitman game fr- uh, from the perspective of agent 47 again yeah uh because they hinted towards that at the end yeah so i i think we're definitely gonna see that um after the downfall of providence and all- oh well that's a spoiler i guess but <laughs> well you know they were going down anyway right yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah so i think we definitely will see this again but it's probably gonna be a while and i also yeah. i also think that we'll probably get like dlc for hitman 3 as well because oh yeah certainly yeah because the other games had tons of dlc in them um but the one thing i want to mention too um as we wrap up here is i i really appreciate the variety in the levels like obviously the first level is this gigantic skyscraper the second one is that mansion and and dartmoor the third one is that sort of city chong chong king yeah uh which is that like nighttime city area there's one that's in this like um like a villa like this gigantic villa like big party going on big party yeah (laughs) oh yeah and then there's that one at the at the like nightclub kind of a thing so i think it it does a really good job um i yeah i played the other ones and and the variety is probably on par with those uh but yeah i think i just keep coming back to that i wish there were just like one or two more more levels because um it just at six levels like it just feels really short even if you take an hour a piece on all of them I don't know. That's just, that's my one gripe, I guess. But it's kind of tough because I know what's there is so good, right? So yeah. I, uh, and one thing I, I I couldn't leave without mentioning is the graphics. Mm. Absolutely stunning. Like mm-hmm. uh, on PS5, uh, it had a lot of lighting and like really cool lighting effects. Um, for example, Agent Forty Seven standing in like this pool of water, and you can see his reflection and oh, yeah. all the the light shining on his bald head i was just gonna say that yeah <laughs> and then like in chong king you can see like the neon lights reflecting on the puddles below in like a raining kind of city i think it was raining yeah uh, yeah oh man and, uh, so there were a lot of like i i couldn't believe it's not ray traced because it looked absolutely stunning yeah and in chong king specifically where i hope we're saying that right chong king i don't know man <laughs> um when the rain hits 47's um like clothes you know how it the the water like changes how his clothes look like just the little subtle things like that to make it more immersive i think are really 
important and possibly underappreciated. <laughs> um, and yeah, and I think that like the character models look look really awesome in this game. Yeah, it's do. just yeah, it it's really really remarkable that and it like I think it runs totally fine. Like I didn't I didn't have any frame rate problems. Solid, or, solid frame rate. Yep. Yeah, nothing like that. No performance issues really. So yeah, like this is sort of um, like a game's launch done right uh, in terms of performance. <laughs> like obviously we've seen the problems with cyber, cyberpunk and how a game's qu- uh, quality and performance can impact how people perceive it. This game, almost the exact opposite. It's, yep. Yeah. Perfect. I would say <laughs> close to perfect. Right. In terms of like performance and stuff. So yeah. yeah. Um, other than that, I think that's pretty much going to be our thoughts on Hitman three. Um, uh, just closing thoughts highly recommend this game um even if you're somebody who's not good at stealth games i think uh number one you can knock it down to like the easiest difficulty and still have a good time and yeah like if you're not even if you're not a speed runner or if you're not somebody who has a lot of patience you can still just like run through and just murder everybody like that's totally fun and totally a fine option um and yeah i definitely just i think this is one of the top games of the year and i hope it doesn't get forgotten about because typically when games come out in january or february that are really good by the end of the year people totally just like disregard them you know yeah and i would say uh i'm not a guy that was interested in hitman at all uh before this year and now i want to play every single game uh, yeah. just because of this, because of this and um one thing i'd like to stress don't play the first level before playing uh the tutorial it teaches you how to do everything properly it teaches you all the mechanics that you need to know and it does it in a really fun way so um i would definitely do that before uh jumping in yeah for sure because, yeah, if you just, like, start immediately, you're going to be like, whoa, like, how am I supposed to yeah. tackle the... Yeah. I actually skipped the, tutor- to the tutorial uh, when I jumped in this time because I had already played the other ones. But, yeah, good point for sure. Um, okay, Chris, any closing thoughts on Hitman 3 before we say goodbye for the day? Yeah, Hitman 3 is a fantastic game. I totally recommend it to anyone. Um, and, yeah, I, I was really surprised by this. It's one of those hidden gems or... So- Oh, I don't think it's a hidden gem because it's done very well, but like it's something I wasn't expecting to right. succeed with me. And I'm very interested to see what IO Interactive does in the future. Yeah. And this is cool because we have the perspectives of, of me who I've played like most games in the series, like yeah. even back to the PS2 days. Um, and then you who like, I don't, you haven't played any of them, right? Yeah, I haven't played a Metal Gear Solid. I haven't played uh, Hitman up to this game. You know, I'm not big right. on stealth games. And I don't have the patience to play Red Dead Redemption 2. So um, just for me to enjoy this game, it's uh, yeah, it, it's, it's an accomplishment, honestly. Right. And, oh, and really enjoy this game. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and so like, I think that's how good it is. Somebody who's new, who maybe had no little to no interest in it, really enjoys it. Me, who's like, I don't know that I would consider myself a a long time diehard fan, but I've definitely played a lot of the games. I, I walked out of it satisfied. So I think, you know, take that for, for what it's worth. And um, mm. I think you'll have a good time with it. I think they're going to be a huge candidate for an Xbox or PlayStation purchase at this point, because they've shown how uh, talented they are as a studio. Perhaps if, if maybe at the right price. Yeah. Um, okay, Chris, thank you for your time today. And I hope you enjoy your tea or whatever you, whatever you British people do over there. <laughs> um, I hope you enjoy your chicken wings like what you 
Americans do. You know, I, had, I, I had chicken wings for lunch, so you know, okay. know me too well. Um, Chris, where can people find you when you're not on Active Quest or Active XP? Yeah, you can find me at Panware Writes on Twitter. Uh, I have published work on The Gamer, Tech Raptor, and Game Grooves. Have a bunch of cool stuff like uh, talking about the Pokemon Red and Blues classic music and how it's really cool and successful um yeah and you can check out go beyond and my hero academia podcast each and every wednesday uh vaughn hyde and i we go through the nitty-gritty details of each episode um and it's a lot of fun so if you're a fan of my hero academia please check it out and also um forgot to mention this last week with the with this week's episode i don't know last week this week I don't know. What is um, time? What is time? Uh, yeah. Uh, Let's Speak Geek. Uh, I'm going to be, uh, I'm still continuing that. Uh, check out uh, my interview with uh, voice actress Daisy Guevara. Uh, it was really cool just to talk about her, um, a bit, like her thoughts as a person of color within the industry. And we went into in-depth discussion on that and how she was treated in theater and how she's been treated in voice acting now. So uh, yeah, go listen to that. It's a, it's a great listen. Um, I'm trying to set up another interview now. And if you're interested at all of being interviewed about your work, let me know. Um, would love to have a conversation with you. Awesome. Thank you, Chris. Um, you can find me uh, on Twitter at Joseph Yaden, and you can find my work at Digital Trends, Games Radar, and Your Money Geek. Um, I did just publish my Hitman 3 review on Your Money Geek last week, uh, or whenever. I don't know when this episode is going up, hopefully shortly after. <laughs> um, and then I reviewed uh, The Medium and Cyber Shadow that you can all check out there as well. So, Chris, thanks for your time. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Go check out Hitman 3 because it's just fantastic. Very good video cool. game. And, yeah, we will catch you on the next episode. Take care, everybody. Mission complete. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.